your favorite toy truck nerds are back. Welcome to That Scale RC Show. Welcome back to episode 107 of That Scale RC Show. God damn it. I'm Jeremy with Adam and Travis. And they've made me read this episode in when I didn't want to. So I'm going to purposely ruin it so that I never have to do it again. <laughs> wow. Nice. There you go. So that's, I think that's actually the proper way to come back from a hiatus. Yeah, when we said change to comment, this is what we meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so how you guys been? Good. Good. Busy. busy. Yeah, very busy. I see Jay hasn't been taking any English classes or anything. English classes? Well, yeah, you just totally butchered that whole intro. I don't think my grammar was off or anything. I think I just didn't I guess have for, the required amount of enthusiasm that you were expecting. Uh, okay. Just no flow. No flow. No flow. <laughs> yeah, no, things, things have been good. That's September already, so, you know, it's already like a third of the way through the month, and it feels like it's... Still not caught up to it being September at all. It feels like it should be end of June or something right now. Yeah, summer flew by. Yeah, it's crazy. This entire year, actually, like the last two years have been really quick. Yeah, you ever notice that? Like <clears throat> when you're sitting here at the beginning of the year and you're going, oh my gosh, you know, it's already another, you know, it's another year and you start doing that whole, you know, BS about, you know, you have this goal and that goal or these, you know, whatever. Yeah. And you're just like, then all of a sudden, you're halfway through the year and you're like, I've done nothing that I said I was going to do. Yep. So no, I, I feel you. I'm actually ready for summer to be over. We're getting our typical, whatever you want to call it, I guess don't flag us for being politically incorrect Indian summer where it's always hotter than bejesus at the end of the, you know, end of August, beginning of September, sometimes even into October, but According to the, our weather apps, it says that we're supposed to be getting a cool down after this. So hopefully we go back to somewhat normal temperatures. You know, it's weird up here is like the hottest part of the day seems to be like early evening, usually like between four yeah, and like five like, thirty seems to be like the hottest part of the day here. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the funny thing is you're like hottest part of the day is like what it cools down to for us in the middle of the night. Yeah, I can do that. There's just no way. Yeah, well, heat's just miserable. Oh, I've said it forever. I always love when people ask you those questions like, what do you prefer, summer or winter? Uh, winter. Yeah, every goddamn time, I, winter. At least it's I a can, dry heat. I, I can bundle up as, 
you know, and get comfortable. It doesn't matter how hot it is. You can't strip down enough to get comfortable in that. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where I've always been the opposite. I cannot stand the cold. I'd rather be melting all day. Yeah. Cold is, yeah. Because right, I could, because when it's cold, it seems like I can never get warm enough. Really? Yeah. Or really? it's either I'm not warm enough or like I am then very quickly too warm and I have to adjust. Like there's no like happy medium. Oh, I can always find a happy medium. Yeah, I can't do that. Drives me nuts. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. Um, that yeah, the guy that I was talking about that's been posting the pictures of the poncho posted a picture of it on Axial's post about the SCX six JK. <laughs> oh. So- so is it the actual SCX six like leak again, or it's more than that? It's a picture of the box. What? Like a picture didn't of the you... box it says "ready to run." Comes in green or red. Yeah, didn't this you look at one. the? Did I you saw look at the, the other. Was... Well, I saw the bottom two, but I didn't see the top one with the two cars side yeah, by side. Yeah, with two cars side by side. Yeah, that yeah, was I in the ad. I it somehow was... missed that. Yeah, the thing that everybody kept. So I guess we'll just start talking about that right now. Yeah, we should recap real (laughs) fast just in case there is someone who's not aware. Yeah, so if you've been living under a rock or you don't check your Facebook, um, last middle of last week, I believe, (laughs) there was a maybe it was over the weekend, but anyways, there was a a release or a a leak, whatever you want to call it, uh, for the new Axial SCX6 Trail Honcho Edition. And it was a ad on offer up. The guy was down in the Southern, in the Southern California area. Um, and the truck was up for 350 bucks said new with box. And it had a picture of the front of the box, the side of the box, and then two pictures of the rig outside of the box. And I mean, that spread like wildfire. I mean, people were texting it. You were sharing it on, you know, all the different pages on Instagram or Facebook. They're sharing it on Instagram. I mean, it was all over the place. And all of a sudden, the offer up ad disappeared. And, you know, there's still some people bringing it up and talking about it. But most of the stuff is already, you know, now, unfortunately, old news. Um, there's a couple posts I even saw where people were saying there's no way that's a real you know, box because they said nowhere on the box does it say horizon on it. So they said that has to be a fake, you know, thing like somebody photoshopped something. And I don't know, there's a lot of speculation of what's going on. It's got the plastic seal sticker. I mean, that's pretty authentic. Well, that's what I said. That's pretty authentic, but they did bring up a point. They were like, there's no, there's no horizon logo on it anywhere. Well, it's most likely it's a like early release, you know, and I know like some of the stuff that we've gotten from associated when it's early release comes in a box that's different than what the retail version is. Like when I got the Hoonicorn, when it showed up, it was in just a plain white box. It had like Hoonigan in black on it. And then like the bag that usually has the manual and stuff just had a piece of paper in it saying owner's manual, you know? So it's like, kind of like a mock-up of how it's supposed to be for the retail customer. So yeah, it's, it's probably an early release box that it came in. 
and that's why it's different if i had to guess i don't remember the original pictures of all this being posted but like were they elaborate enough to where you could see like all the different sides of the box i'm gonna i'm gonna send it to the group chat right now okay because i almost was gonna ask you guys should i, should I share it on our page slash in- instagram but like i didn't know like you know how like when some people or whatever accounts share the same thing over like it's been seen that you don't get much traffic. Yeah. I was like, yeah, is it really worth it? Cause everybody else has seen it, but maybe we'll post it up. Wild. That didn't have the picture of the box, but you just sent though. Oh, well, I just saved those two pictures. Oh, I saw okay. one We've... picture of the box, right? I saw, I saw the seal like dad was talking about. Um, yeah, but it I shows like the end of the box and there's, I see yeah, it shows the end on each side. Yeah. So the one I saw, there was the end of the box, then there was the front of the box with the actual like box art of what the car is. Yeah. And then there's there's part numbers there and everything. So I think it's real. And the Honcho's AXI 0500-1T1, it looks like. It's kind of blurry. So gnarly. God, that's weird. I wonder what happened. I really want to know. Well, it's funny. It's the newer generation Tacoma, too, instead of the old honcho cab. This is actually a Gen 3 photo, like the metric and the uh, base camp. Oh, yeah, it is, huh? Yeah. And it's also not the same style cage as the original honcho. Yeah, I was going to say that looks different, too. It's like the Vitera one and the honcho one got meshed together. Because it's got like the little metal side pieces that the Vitera one used to have. But the honcho back part and it's got like a weird like stinger on it yep and then the placement of the spare tire oh yep yeah it doesn't sit flat it's like upright yeah like how the proline cage was but see the other thing that people brought um like brought to attention is like the the sand ramps they're like are those like you know is that an aftermarket thing or did it really come with those you know or is that like the top of like a battery box or something that or receiver box that's hiding something? Right. Well, you can see yeah. it on the side profile of the two pictures. It's actually pretty closed off from like, like the whole back end of it from the side. Like you actually don't see that much underneath it. So that's kind of cool. The other thing that's interesting too is if you actually look at it, it's got the Falcon Wild Peaks, which mm-hmm. is like interesting because the first, um, well, the the Jeep came out with the uh, with the KM threes, mm-hmm. and then it also has those A pillar lights, which I highly doubt have lights in them, but I'm sure it's like ready for you to put lights into it. It's got an interior too. I see a steering wheel in there. See, it's. Everything should have an interior at this point. I think that just needs to be a mandatory thing in the hobby. I agree. At least a half interior. Yeah, I mean, something like in, I don't know, somebody needs to like come back with some Lexan ones or something. Yeah. It's ProLine. Ditched all the cool stuff. I'm sure it's got to go based off the sales. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it makes you wonder. It's probably just not as much of a 
not as much of a breakover as maybe I would have thought. I mean, there are probably I mean, a good chunk of people out there who just don't mess with taking care. it quite to that level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's probably like I'm the majority of the people in the hobby are like the casual RC enthusiast, yeah, you know, yeah. something they go do with the kids maybe once a month or whatever. You know, they're not super diehard. Not everybody goes down that rabbit hole like all of us do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was gonna say it's got to be something along like this. Like sales have to drive it. Like, there's a reason why they keep messing with the, um, the power wagon because that's got to be like their number one selling body. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Anywho, so that'll be sometime in the future. We'll have that in the news. The new SCX. <laughs> However, that turns out, yeah. Hey, you guys, you guys are getting a sneak preview of that episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't know. It's funny because Elio did mention to me um, when we were hanging out up at um, Axial Fest that he heard chatter that the next release for the six platform will be the Trail Haunt show. I think it's a good move. Yeah, I'd say the not so good move was the teaser, and then it was just the SCX ten to Deadbolt all over again. <laughs> Why did they not put that on the base camp chassis? It's only thirty bucks more for base camp, and you get portals and everything else. Like, why would you even bother with? I I just I don't understand. My guess is this: they probably found stockpile somewhere of a bunch of old stuff because i don't know if anybody remembers this but there was a there was the year of like where it was impossible to get anything axial related um right there you you couldn't get kits you couldn't get ready to runs they had that whole issue with china um so i'm wondering if they like finally got a bunch of stuff and they're like well great what do we do with this now and they probably just were like Hey, we got this and this. Let's put it together. Because I mean, really, all they changed was the electronics. I was, so I was now, theorizing this a little bit too, because Dad and I had a phone call and we, this came up, and I was like, "Man, like it, it must have been another case too, where they were just sitting on a ton of them or something." Yeah. Because I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Because yeah. like you have too many other. Well, you have the SCX three platform out, and then you release the base camp, which was supposed to be your entry level, you know, version again. So, you know, I actually, when they first started showing all the pictures, I got a little excited and was like, well, maybe this is the the new SCX six release. Maybe it's a, a deadbolt because I mean, wh- why, you know, some, uh, I said it was either going to be that, or I was like, maybe it'd be on the 10 three platform. But I said, that kind of doesn't make sense. Cause they just came out with the base camp. So I'm like, I don't know. It kind of threw me for a loop. And then when they came out and it was just like, yeah, it's the same, but we just got our spectrum electronics in it. Now you're just kind of like, but it's only $30 really? difference. I know. I'm just like, really? The That's thing that like, like honestly kind of pisses me off about this is like, I, I hate this. Like, Oh, it's, you know, let's let's uh you know let's put lipstick on it kind of thing and hey it's a new product 
Like, yeah. I, I honestly, yeah. I would have a hundred percent understood if Axial was like here. Like, I mean, I, I understand they're not going to come out and be like, "Hey, we're just sitting on a ton of these," but like the the price model, everything is geared around. Oh, this is some new release. When like honestly, I, I I don't see another scenario other than that they were just sitting on a ton of them. So like, like I mean, if, if the only reason they're releasing them at all, right, is because you know they I mean they need to make their money on the material. Yeah. But like I mean, if I'm you know if I'm you know new potential Axial customer, like what do I go buy? You know, I mean, like if if you know if you want to move them and you want to recover on them, and I don't know, like. Just, I don't know. I, it, I I don't feel like they made it accessible enough for like what the reality is of why that even exists. And I mean, I I mean, to, in, it's kind of like diluted altogether in terms of like what their offerings are now. So it's like I don't I just don't understand it. It's not like a worthy inclusion at all to me. Because like I can't. What's the like? How do they really sell a lot of them now? Like, see. I, the only other thing I can think of is the like I could see them like maybe re-releasing these only based on the fact that so many people complain about the gear ratio and the way like the ten three like just out of the box how it is versus how the ten two was the ten two was a crawler it you yeah. know formed whereas the 10.3 is a little geared to a, just a little too tall so it's not the greatest performer so a lot of people complained and or talked about putting a 10.2 or three gear transmission in the you know in the 10.3 to make it crawl better so i'm wondering if they're just kind of like eh, we seem to move more units if when it was the 10.2 maybe we'll release a 10.2 and see if we're moving units again Yeah, but I mean, I I can understand that too. That makes a lot of sense. The only thing that like still would confuse me though is like, I mean, what the base camp is only what, couple months old. Like, I'm, yeah, not very old. At I mean, all. I'm looking not at the, very old at all. I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. So like the oldest one I can find on here, I think, is the blue one, was added to the A main catalog on May twenty fifth. So I have to think, you know, because even if it's something thrown together, like there's still a lot of time and planning and buy off for projects and stuff like that. I have to think that at some point, the idea for what they just did and the base camp coexisted at some point. Like these both were in queue and in process, you know, because like if we, because like, you know, to your point, that being the case, then like, I mean, they just refuted their own, you know, why buy the base camp thing, right? Because, like, it's just, it's not as, like, again, it's not obvious and it's not, like, real clear to come in and buy either of these. You know, like, I, it's just confusing to me. You know what I would have done since they have all the molds and stuff for the straight axles for the SCX 10.3 is I would have released the deadbolt on the base camp platform with the straight axles since you already have molds and stuff for parts for the straight ones and not even bother with the 10 2. Well, I think the problem was though, I think is 10 2s is the, the item they had. 
Yeah, no, it. it I agree with you entirely. I think, if, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, otherwise, I think if they bring the deadbolt back, it's, it's a 10 3 for yeah, sure. Yeah, something steered their I think, decision, yeah. whether it's like you're saying, you know, like just part surplus or whatever. Yeah, that, I mean, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me even that they had a ton of just SCX 10 2s like on hand. Yeah. I mean, I. In the climate, I 100% could see it because, like, you know, Adam made a great point too of like there was that time period where, like, you couldn't get anything from them for a long time. And just, you know, the way that the backup is, I mean, you know, it's, it's, you know, very common, even, you know, especially outside of RC right now. I mean, look, you're looking at, you know, months to years of lead times on just random stuff. Right. So it totally makes sense that it could have been like, you know, maybe they just got them and they've been on order for, you know, since 2019 yeah you know i could see that you know so i don't know it's just i mean like i said which i get that you know you want to recover the cost all that whatever i tend to is a killer platform nobody argues that but yeah like i mean don't don't slap the you know brand new sticker and especially i mean at the price point i just don't get it So they've also discontinued the Wraith and they discontinued the Bomber. The Bomber was a surprise. Especially since those two most recent ones weren't that old. Which Wraith? Was it the... All, all the Wraiths are gone. All Wraiths are gone. How old was all the one nine Wraith? When did that come out? Um, 2018. Oh, okay, longer than 2019. I kind of understand the Wraith going away. The Bomber surprised me. The Bomber really surprises me. You know, because they just did that refit with them with different wheels on it to reflect what the real one has for a wheel sponsor. It's got, I think, Trail Ready's on it now instead of Walker Evans ones. They made a new tire for the Bomber. They had done a, um, what is it, the KR3? The... um, KR, the KO, whatever their Baja TA is, they change it from the, I think it was a KO2 originally, and they change it to the three, which is like smaller and more um, lugs on the tire. So they had done that. And then they had the savvy off-road version you could buy or the regular bomber one. And both are gone. It's crazy that you can have an episode and the things that Horizon has discontinued is that list is like longer than the new products that came out (laughs) (laughs) while we were away this all these different ones died yeah and are gone all these fan favorites there's got to be a new makes me wonder i mean there has to be a new bomber-esque product that they would come out to replace it with right i don't know i mean that takes the boxes for a lot of people yeah, no, I, th- I think it does. I just, I don't know. It, if they do, it'll probably have like rift axles or something. Or it'll be a low C now and be twice the size it originally was. And they'll call it a one-tenth. And just to be clear, we're not like bashing on Horizon. It's just they do a really like a lot of weird things. And it's hard to understand why. So, I mean, it, it you know. To the people yeah. listening, it might sound like we're being well, shit, it's shit talkers, but that's really not necessarily the case here. 
not necessarily like you said shit talking it's more like just trying to like rationalize or make it make sense yeah because it doesn't like i i just i can't put my thumb on why they do so and things that they do i would i would love to know i mean yeah if stuff's not selling and it's like and you know especially to some products like you know in the crawler world for a long time tooths are like really long in the tooth so like you know, I can understand, like, I totally see how, like, you know, the wraith was probably something where it's like, yeah, hey, maybe it's just time to kill it. You know, uh, maybe. Well, like, like Brad was saying, too, the, the molds wear out. I mean, yeah, but, like, that's that's also a business case motivated move if you're still selling them, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, if the, if the, if the money makes sense, you, you know, you yeah. mold. But, like, but it's, I mean, it's true. Like, I mean, at the same time, it very well could have been just like a not, you know, can't justify it. I mean, so I get that and, you know, all for discontinuing it if it's just not selling it and I get it. And there's always going to be people that are bummed out. I mean, you could have like ongoing product support for like 10 years and then, you know, end of life something. Then there's going to be that one guy that's going to be like, you know, just emotionally destroyed forever that they killed support on that product, you know. So that's <laughs> yeah. always that's always a gamble for sure. The, the nice part is, is the aftermarket is huge with parts for AR60 axles. Yeah. So that's not like people aren't left out in the cold with that going away at least. So that's kind of nice. But I mean like the bomb or not the bomber, but the Wraith, I mean, that's like a lot of people cut their teeth on that thing. I mean, that was the first rig for many, many people in the hobby and it's, it's been kind of like a staple and a mainstay forever. And now it's just gone. We don't know why. Yeah. I mean, that car was around. I mean, the bomber too was around for a while. So I could yeah. see the time. The Wraith, that's one of the reasons why I won't get rid of the one I have for two reasons. One, I won it at Axial Fest in 2015. And uh, second, you just can't get it anymore. So, yeah, hang on to it. But, I mean, the 1.9, though, I had no attachment to for some reason. Like, God, that was a good car, too. Of all the ones for you to, like, get rid of, that would have been that was such a good car. Yeah, but it was just like... I don't know. I just like, like I said, I, even now, like I, I'll do that. I'll sit there and I'll look and I'll be like, man, I haven't touched that car in like six years. It's like, do I even like, like, what do I like? Do I still hold on to it or right. do I, you know? Yeah. That's understandable. So I don't know. It's hard, especially because now with just the way everything's going, it's just like, I don't know. I just try to like make my, I guess you could say financial decisions a little more smarter you know, like I'm just like, all right, well, if I got something that's sitting, I could sell that and then use that to fund something new that I want to run. Let's yeah. do that. You know, yeah. I don't know. That's just the way I do some of this stuff now. So I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. So, but then I got a couple cars, like for sure, I will not ever get rid of just because I love the build so much. Yeah, there's definitely things I had that I'll never get rid of. I think I'll probably keep my first SCX forever. Actually, so my first SCX got... Actually, technically, my first SCX got transformed into that Claude Chevy that I sold. Technically, if you want to get all technical with it. But one of my very first builds is the tow truck, Rusty Nuts, and I still have it. I think the last thing I did to it was throw those SSD sixties underneath it. 
I like SSD axles. I just like I like SSD parts in general. Quality's good. So, um, what else was I gonna say? Yeah, it's kind of like funny. Like I don't know if I touched base on this on the last time we recorded because I don't know. Did we record after Axial Fest or we, before? We did one show after. Yeah, we did one show. I don't know if I touched base on this, but it was kind of funny. Like after Axial Fest, I was like almost like reverting backwards in the hobby. It's like <laughs> I I started out with you know, trying to build something that would crawl and like, you know, get over lines and like, you know, or obstacles and hit gnarly lines and this, that, and the other. Then I was like, no, how scale can I get it? And, you know, everything started going super scale, but then you start making it so scale, it doesn't perform worth a crap. And you're just like, you know, you're like going, man, this is frustrating. So it was kind of funny. Cause like when we, when we were at Axial Fest, you know, mainly being that it was a new, you know, venue, I was like, Oh, I don't know what can handle what. So I just kind of took something that was like kind of, you know, you, I don't know, like something that if it rolled over, you weren't going to like freak out because half your scale garage was going with it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just, you know, so that's why I ran the Capra. Well, then that's what got me started on this whole revamp of the 10.3. And it's like, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make that thing a little more performance and, you know, kind of go to something that I could just pull out and, take anywhere and not have to worry yeah so i don't know it's funny that's that that's like i don't know my latest build oh there's always a place though for stuff like that i mean that's yeah i get it basically how how i've i've always been but But actually, um, I mean, I already kind of know this was brought up um, on our, I guess you could say, questionnaire on Instagram, since I don't know what the hell Facebook did with my post. Um, I know Spencer, aka Sack the Ripper, commented that he was working on my body. I actually sent my Proline body, the K10, out to Spencer. That's going to be cool to see. Are you just letting him go nuts with it or did you give him kind of like a rough idea of what you were after? So I gave him basically my only request was I said, go with my traditional uh, black and white theme, you know, and the splash of gold, bronze, whatever you want to call it. Um, and that's it. I said, you come up with the like the way it gets laid out on the truck. You've come out with whatever. That's totally cool with me. And yeah, I and I literally, the only update I've gotten is, do you mind if I use Pearl um, in the in the paint? And I said, knock your socks off. I that doesn't bother me because to this day, my one rig that gets the most compliments is the Capra with the flake wrap. <laughs> right oh, yeah everybody loves that that thing sparkles so i was like yeah you want to put pearl in it go for it so yeah so that's that that's all i know and i sent him the the logos that's it so i have like Killer. i said no and this chair is fucking killing me every time you lean one direction <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> I can't even hear it. That's yeah, <laughs> dude. 
It's pissing me. I'm about ready to stand for the rest of this freaking show. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, the laugh of your misfortune. That was a great transition into that, too. That's where... <laughs> yeah, well, I'm standing for the rest of the show. So. Well managed. Yeah, that's like, yeah, because, dude, it happened the first time. I'm just like, all right, hopefully it doesn't do it again. And then I lean the one way, and you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> can't win that'd be okay but i guess the other thing we could talk about is i know i mentioned it before we started recording um i'm kind of bringing some new life back into another rig that's been sitting i actually tried to sell this rig but got no hits so it just sat and then i was like you know what i got parts for it maybe i will just do something with it so I have my slash four by four that's been sitting. I don't even know how long. And uh, the fact that the body that I took off of it still has a CKRC crawlers, you know, logo plaster all over it tells you how old or how long it's been um, since I've messed around with it. Um, I have a proline. What is it? It's the, I don't even know if I have the thing anymore for it. It was the heavy duty uh, or the HD Chevy 2015, I want to say. I don't know. I gotta, I'd have to take a look again to see what it is, but yeah. And, uh, I don't know if anybody follows dirt King, but, uh, yeah, yeah they have that, uh, black, white, black and white Chevy. That's pretty badass. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? Mm-hmm. I think, I think I'm going to do something along those lines. It's speaking my colors. That thing looks really good too. And then also maybe I'll be crazy. Uh, maybe I'm crazy, but uh, I'm actually also going to. Um, I took off the factory front bumper and that rear protector thing to make it look a little more scale, and I'm gonna build a. Um, I'm gonna build a uh, actual little like stubby you know, actual like pre-runner bumper for it. I'll bolt it up to where the factory one goes and, you know, just don't get hit by it. Nice. So, yeah. So that's my goal. And actually it was funny cause I was messing with the tuning um, of the shocks over the weekend because I was like, you know what? I was like, I never really messed with the shocks after I, you know, threw them on there. That was something that we kind of were messing around with back when we were playing with the, um, back when we were playing around with them, like we took cheapo, like eBay special Yeti shock kits and we threw them on there. So you put the long ones in the rear, short ones in the front. And the thing had like a ton of like, you'd hit whoops. You just watch the suspension fall out, which was, which was fun and funny to watch because it gave it more, you know, a realistic approach versus just like being a toy. But now I actually played around with it and I kept adjusting them and I changed the weight. I think because I, I think at the time all I had was like the stock like axial 30 weight or something like that. So I threw some like 45, 50 weight, something like that, that I had laying around and I kept adjusting the collars on them. So ne- then what I would do is I'd pick it up off the workbench and I'd drop it till the bottom wouldn't. I picked it up like probably like I said, about a foot and I'd drop it and make sure the bottom wouldn't bottom out on the ground because what used to happen is you used to drop it and the thing would just slam all the way to the ground and it'd make a big thud. So now it's like I adjusted it, which actually gave it a little nicer ride height. So 
it actually looks like a truck somebody's building like in their backyard to just be like a pre-runner. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I'm pretty stoked. That would be cool. And somebody's ears must be burning. I just got a text from Spencer. The body <laughs> came out amazing. Nice. I wait to see it. That's gonna be cool. I'm wondering if I should tell him to just send it to me or if I should have him send me a picture. Oh, I don't know. Because I have no clue what it looks like. But yeah. I'd let it be a surprise. I wouldn't ask for a picture of it. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to, I'll respond with that right now. I'll just tell him, just sit, uh, you know. You can do a live unboxing. Good. I just said, I'll wait till it arrives to see it. No teasers. So nice. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what he says. I wonder if, what that's going to do to him. That means the suspense has got to be killing him because he has no clue <laughs> if I like it or not. Yeah. Until it, until it shows up. <laughs> he could be like, man, I did all this work for nothing. <laughs> but no it's something else that I wanted to mention because uh, me and Spencer had talked before I even agreed to doing all this. You know, I asked him, like, I, I was like, being honest, I was like, I reached out to him and I was like, dude, you do some killer paint jobs, you know, how much would you charge to do a paint job? And he goes, typically, most of my paint jobs end up being about two, 250 when I'm done just because of the time and material. And I said, okay, sounds yeah. fair. So he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, if you break it down, I said, let's say, okay, I mean, actually, I probably have to do this all over again. So that way I don't sound like I'm horrible at math. But like, even if you were to divide, you know, like 200 or 250, either one, but like 200, it, like, even if you divided that by like 20, like if you had 20 hours into it, that's only $10 an hour. So even if like, let's say he charges like 50 an hour, you know, like that'd be four hours into the body, which I know he has more than that because he's got to lay out because it's all paint. He's got to lay out the stencils. He's got to lay out all the brakes. He's got to lay out all the stuff. You know, he can't just, you know, it's not like he's got a sticker sheet and he's just, you know, following whatever. He's got to lay it all out, do everything, do all the different mm -hmm. colors of paint. You know, it's a lot of work. So what I wanted to basically get at by saying that is like when these people, um, like when these, like when these people hit up somebody for a service like this and like they get hit with like what I call sticker shock because they hear the price, like you got, you got to think about everything going into it, you know? And like, like I said, the time, the material, oh, you know, that's art. It, it, that's, that's the other thing yeah. too, you know? So you got to be prepared going into it. So yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, but anyways, anybody, you know, is looking for a quality painter who does killer work, hit up Sack the Ripper, aka Spencer, and, you know, 
like I said, I can't say enough good things about the stuff that he's produced. Like ever since the Milwaukee truck came out, that's the one that like really, you know, caught my eye. Yeah. So, but he thinks it's his best paint job yet. Oh man. (laughs) The pressure's (laughs) on. (laughs) The pressure's definitely on now. (laughs) Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that too. Mm-hmm. But, yep. So I'm also stoked just because, like I said, it's, you know, it's one of those bodies. Like, I remember when Jay sent me the picture from uh, ProLine's website of that K20 or K10, whatever the hell it is. And, like, I remember when they, when, like, you look at the pictures and you're just like, really you came out with that like you know it like just like was just i don't know i think how they have it on their website the display the you know how it portrays on there is just like it just looks odd i get it they tried to go with the old school two-tone paint job and all this that and the other but the other thing they did where i think they dropped the ball was they just slapped it on a rig and didn't really adjust anything they just almost like put the body on there took the pictures threw it up there Whereas like you do kind of like what I did with it, which actually is the main reason why I ended up with this body was because rock pirates RC posted a picture of that body painted in lime green and black. And they had it with the wheels like stuffed in it. And I was like, that looks badass. Like the way they painted it, the way it sits, the, the, the tires filling up the wheel wells, that looks sick. It looks mean. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to order the body. So I got the body and then I, I was actually impressed. I wish the only thing I wished they would have done was I, I wish they would have pinched the rear ever so slightly like they did the front. If they would have done that, I think they would have knocked this body out of the park. But it's also which I guess is another thing if people don't know that body is released towards, um, I guess, performance and crawling. That's why the wheel wells are so arched out. And mm. so, uh, yeah, it's but, like a, like the J con ones or like yeah. the cliffhanger. Yeah. If, but that's what I'm saying. If it was more pinched, like the cliffhanger, I think they really would have knocked that body out of the park. And I actually, sat and stared at it for a while and i thought about trimming the rear but i was like eh, i just can't bring myself to do it would have been kind of sick to just have a grill and no headlights like when you pinch the front end like ditch the headlights and just have the grill yeah that would look pretty it's got cool a, it's got a slight pinch but slight pinch a slight pinch slight pinch So, but that's about, um, all the fun and exciting news I got. I think everybody's seen all the news I got as far as like building stuff and working on things. Got the first ever friend build done for the most part. I got to do the lights in it still and then put the ESC back in it, but that thing's almost wrapped up. So it's pretty cool. I cannot believe the volume of 3D printed stuff I had to make for that build. 
because he's got two bodies. So I've, I have just barely started printing stuff for the second body. Like the first one, he wanted the stock one just kind of, you know, made a little bit more scale and stuff, but not, you know, completely afraid to hurt it or anything if you're out wheeling it. And then he wants like a full dollhouse one. So it's kind of funny that like as detailed as the one is that I just did, like that's not even going to be the full dollhouse one. So I've got like, another night runner here with the camper and the tent and grill and all that stuff being printed to put on it. So right. it's going to be a good one. Go so the tent. So when you say tent, is it just like the 3d printed like tent or is an actual full functioning tent? It. So the night customs one that you can get is like a rectangular clamshell design. And it pops up and there's a little support brace that goes inside to hold it open. And then in the files, he has PDFs of the paper patterns to cut out the fabric and stuff. So you can either just leave it shut and don't open it or anything. Or if you're handy and can kind of sew, then you can make the tent go in it and it's actually functional. And then, of course, you know, they've got their like rubber, you know, fake tent that comes with the night, night runner. Oh, okay. I hope that maybe Jared's wife can sew or something and I don't get stuck having to make that second tent. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really not that great at sewing and the first one didn't turn out very good. The only reason why it looks halfway decent is because it's black and you can't see all the mistakes. But right. I found a better fabric to use if I do get stuck doing it. But like the hardest part is the windows. You know, like doing the windows because I had an old windbreaker that I like cut the screen like mesh liner out of and used that for windows on mine. But it's super hard to sew. But like when you're doing these windows, when you're sewing, you have to like take the fabric and fold the edges over and then sew it, you know, like hem it so that it doesn't fray apart. And that's super hard to do on those little windows in there, you know, trying to get the fabric to fold over and not crease and then sew it. And it just, it's really difficult. So I'm kind of hoping I don't have to do that again, but if I do it and it turns out good, maybe I'll redo mine then. Cause I know it's like way too thick a fabric and it's a lot to try and bunch up inside the case. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the greatest sewer either, but, uh, I think, do I still have anything that's sewed? If it wasn't for the windows, it'd be cake. I do. The only thing I have that that I still currently own, which is basically going to be sitting on another, I don't know what you want to call it, my wall of shame or wall of whatever, um, is my black and gold JK. I have the um, that, that uh, sunscreen or whatever you want to call it, the bimini top. Mm -hmm. Um that's the only thing I have left. The only, the other thing I have that was sewn was my deadbolt topper, but um, Scooter Scott was looking for um, a light bar that fit that because he was doing a build. And I said, hey, I got a light bar sitting on a cage that I'm not using. And I said, and the cage has got like whatever you want to call it. It's like cut. It's not normal. Like the back half of it's not normal. So I said, if you want it, it's yours. I'll send it your way. So I just sent him everything. It had the the top, everything. And I think he's actually using it. So the soft top you see on that is something I actually sewed. 
Remember when Proline had awesome canvas tops for the Axial stuff? Oh, the ones that actually like, or no, they were Velcro. But they had like clear plastic windows and yep. stuff. Like they were sick. Yep. I still have a four door JK one new in the package. Hang on to that forever. Kind of pissed at myself for ever cutting up like any proline or axial cages that went on their bodies because you can't get any of that stuff anymore. Uh, it depends. Let me know what you're looking for and what you need. I oh, have really? Some. Have some? Okay. Mm -hmm. so proline yeah. had an awesome one for the deadbolt and the G6 body, and I think it's yeah, Bronco and some others like that one was really cool. And then the stock axial ones were awesome too on the G6 and deadbolt and the. JK. I haven't seen, I think they discontinued the four-door JK and the 2017 JK. I think those are gone now. Uh, I believe so. I'll look really quick and see what bodies we've got available still from Axial. Oh, there it is. Hate it when they don't have stuff in alphabetical order. Um, let's see, because I was gonna say I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe I have a full honcho, the OG honcho bed with the cage. Oh rad. Um, I just got done hacking up a Bronco or a, a honcho cab for a pre-runner build. Yeah, I'd have to look. I don't, it's not in my near, maybe it's in my other box in the shed. So they still have the 2000 Jeep Cherokee. They still make that one. Which I have one of those unpainted. If there's anybody listening or anybody or you guys know anybody who wants one, it's just chilling. And I have no intention, no intention on doing anything with it. I also have a factory gray one that's just chilling. You still have the blazer. That's cool. Still have the deadbolt. Still got the honcho. Still have the honcho with cage. Um, let's see what else. Still have their exterior parts detail sheet or detail trees. That's cool. Yeah, it appears that older one is now gone. Bummer. Why do I have such a problem with things being discontinued? Like that does nothing for trying to like clean out your workshop and stuff and have space for things. Um, I don't know. Cause you're, that's like your one guilty pleasure. Maybe I just, I don't know. I think it's because, like, when we first got into this, it was, like, that new feeling, and, you know, it's, like, a brand new thing, and we're all excited about it and stuff, and everything's cool, and then, you know, it's, like, certain things were kind of, like, mainstays during that period when you're, like, new to the hobby, and then, so I guess, you know, seeing them go away is kind of, like, a, a bit of a bummer, because it's, like, a piece of history that's coming to an end. 
Well, it's funny you say that because I keep going back and forth on whether or not I should like, so I have one of each of the monster trucks, um, the Axial SMTs, and I have a Gravedigger and I have, a, a, what is it, a Max D? Well, the Max D, I don't have the stock body. I actually gave it to one of the neighbor kids up in Auburn the day I came home with it because he was like, oh, those are worth a lot. Yeah, I know. He said, well, he said the body was super cool. And at that time I was like, I'm never going to use this thing. Take it. And, you know, so I was like, go for it. Well, I have the Gravedigger body. Um, and my other truck, I was turning into a mud truck. And I'm wondering if I should abandon making it a mud truck and put the Gravedigger back on it and just, you know. Shelf piece. Yeah, the only problem is... I'd have to take, which maybe I could always do with the other one. Maybe I just swap wheels and tires because the stock wheels and tires that when I took them off of that, I gave them to somebody else who needed them when they were building a monster truck. So I only have one set of monster truck tires and wheels. You know why we're talking about monster trucks? You know, like I've been driving one quite a bit lately. Yep. I have not broken anything on that. Can you believe that? You must drive like a sissy. I have like videos of driving no, and stuff. Like, I mean, I beat on, <laughs> like I beat on it pretty hard. I, I bent a rear axle, which was like, you know, I have extras, but I just straightened it out and put it back on because there's no point. I mean, it's going to end up breaking eventually. But I mean, I I haven't had any kind of braking issues with this at all. And like I've done some pretty dumb stuff with it and it's still holding up but all i could think about like the first couple times driving it was it coming down on a wheel wrong you know and like busting the wheel off like what was happening with yours and everything you know putting the big 2.6 wheels and tires on it but man i've had really really good luck and what's kind of cool too is if you are going to build yours into either a mud truck or a monster truck or whatever like you can take the receiver box that's in the front and put it underneath and then that helps open up room for like a cockpit and then you can take the ESC and put it under the battery tray or underneath the ESC tray that's built in it and like it, it's super super easy to do like a cockpit with a dash and racing seat and everything in it like there I was surprised how much room's in that so it's actually a pretty SMT is kind of a fun rig to scale out yeah, like like now that I'm thinking about it, maybe what I'll do is maybe I'll switch back over and the um I don't know whatever you want to call it the '90s um, J Concepts uh, Chevy Lexan. Um, I already cut it up and have it on what was my monster truck. Maybe I'll just swap the tires over to that and just leave it as a mud truck, and then I'll take the other one, which was going to be the Parma, whatever the hell they called it. Um, SUV, which is actually a two-door Tahoe, and maybe I'll just put the Grave Digger back on it and just make that a monster truck. They're pretty fun, man. Like it, it's been pretty entertaining driving that thing. Well, watching you do the nose wheelies and stuff, it's so that hard. Was, <laughs> that Dude, was the trick. like everything happens so fast, and like you, like you just the time it takes to like hit the brakes and stuff, like you're watching what the truck's doing, then you've got to decide what you're going to do to counter it and then execute whatever it is that you 
have decided to do. And like all that has to take place in like half of a second. So <laughs> it's it, it was really fun to practice. But honestly, it's probably some of the more difficult driving I've ever tried. And it's I've developed a pretty healthy respect for the guys that can drive RC monster trucks really well. It is it's not easy at all, but it's a lot of fun. No, it looks like a lot of fun. And that's why that's one of those. I'm like, ah, you know, that's why I couldn't, well, I've always been a big grave digger fan. So that's why like, I, I couldn't bring myself to getting like rid of that body. I was like, even if I never put that thing back as a monster truck again, I was like, I can't get rid of that body because I'm a huge grave digger. Fan. Like I grew up. Oh, and I was like, really? God, I wish I would have known that. I would have given you the body off of mine. I painted it gold. Oh, it's okay. But I'm just saying like growing up, like, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, you know, like when you used to watch wrestling, you had your favorite wrestlers. Gravedigger was my favorite monster truck. Yeah. It was just like, you know, Gravedigger. And then, and then obviously when uh, his son started doing it, son of a digger, those two would like always be the ones I'd watch. Dude, that, his son, I think it's Adam Anderson. Yep. Is it Adam or Ryan? There's Adam there's, I think there's an Adam Anderson and a Ryan Anderson. I think there's both of them, but I've, but I think Ryan Anderson was the one who started son of a digger. Dude, he is a wheel. Like that guy can drive. The stuff that he pulls off is so gnarly. That whole like monster trucks in general have elevated a lot since back in the day, because it used to be something that I like made fun of with my friends and we thought they were dumb and goofy and now it's like those guys are pretty brave individuals with the stuff that they're doing oh yeah it's pretty sick there's actually like some driving talent that's required to you know do stoppies and moonwalk across a stadium floor in a monster truck on two wheels it just blows me away <laughs> well the other thing that's pretty gnarly too is if you actually ever watch the way they you know when they jump anything like that suspension is rough even though it looks like it's like kind of landing semi you know cush it's rough so when those guys are like soaring like 100 feet in the air and then they like land and it's just like you see it bounce and then hop back up i mean that takes a lot out of you landing like i would that. think i mean like you know, one of the big things with like Formula One and stuff is the stress that your neck is introduced to, you know, with like cornering speeds and stuff. I would imagine, I mean, even with wearing like Hans devices and stuff like that, like you've got to take a pretty good beating. And I would imagine like your neck could get pretty sore, you know, like oh yeah, with all, all the stuff that they're having to do. Well, actually, if you actually watched like the OG like monster truck stuff when they used to like climb out, they'd have they'd have their suit on, they'd have the helmet, they'd have the donut around their neck, they'd have everything, and like they'd be like stripping it all off to like wave to the crowd. It was hella funny. Like <laughs> yeah. now, now it's like I don't even know like what they do. Like, do they have like you know, is their head like strapped to the thing or something? Because like they don't like you don't see them climbing out of like with all this crazy safety gear other than a helmet and a suit okay know. so it's ryan ryan anderson's the son of a digger one there is a video of him driving a losi lmt dude he was driving it around like bicycle on two wheels like just driving around somebody's yard like it was nothing 
I don't have any of it on video, but I tried doing that and I would go like two feet and then either chicken out, which I don't know why or crash, <laughs> but it was like, dude, that stuff is so hard. But really fun though. So, oh, you know what we didn't talk about that's new is the Losi um, Fling King or Sling King and then King Sling or the Losi Mud Trucks. <laughs> oh, okay. Since we're talking about mud trucks. Yeah, those are... It, I'm surprised I didn't see those on a mains Yeah, site. I didn't see them either. Interesting. Yeah, not even in the coming soon section. I think it's rad, though, that they are, you know, coming out with stuff like that. I mean, they're all like the CENF 450 and 250 now. Oh, that's another new one. That's right. They have so, their 250 shorter bed lifted truck that's not a dually. That's another new one. So if you go on their website or if you go on A-Mains right now and you type in Kingsling, it pops up. Really? Yeah, it says available in store six forty nine. That's a lot of money. Oh yeah, there it is. It must not be under crawlers and stuff then. Oh, pre order, huh? Oh, it's under monster trucks. That's why it's not under crawlers. That makes sense. That is pretty cool that you can buy those. But here's the thing: like when I built the SMT ten, the LMT ten had come out, so it was kind of like what do you choose between the two? And the reason why I ended up choosing the SMT, even though I knew it was, you know, I had one before and I knew it's not going to be quite as durable as the LMT, but it came down to the chassis, like looking scale versus the LMT with, you know, twin vertical plate design, which just, you know, doesn't look that great. Yeah. That's what I'm looking at right now. That's the only downfall. Like you look at the body, like not on the uh, Kingsling and it's just, two flat rail chassis like you said vertical plate yeah like the smt 10 looks so scale and then the fact that you can actually like make it deep interior for it like that's pretty cool so and the axles on the kingsling look like toys yeah those are the lmt 10 axles looks like they've beefed them up a little bit though well it, it just cool. looks like you can get stuff like this. I mean, you talk about like a niche market, like these definitely are, but I think it's cool that they were brave enough to release something like this. You know, what's funny is we talk about all this and we probably say all this, but I guarantee you there's probably like, because, you know, you got to think about it. That's a G uh, was a ge geographical, you know, sport like True. mud racing, mud drags, that kind of stuff. That's down South. That's, you know, with Midwest. rock bouncers and everything, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if that stuff sells like hotcakes down there because they're like, you know, well, shit, Jim, I want it to look just like mine. Right. Well, if it wasn't six fifty, I'd buy one. You know, like they're cool, but I mean, at this point, I'd rather spend like one hundred fifty nine bucks on a closeout SMT ten builders kit and make one with the J Concepts body. That, you know that thing's going to look as good with the body off as it does on. That's my only complaint with these is that chassis. Just doesn't look right. 
Well, it's funny. It, it's funny you say that because I just I just typed in Axial SMT10. You can still get the Axial um, ready to run for two eighty nine. It's on sale for two eighty nine. Just says limited quantities available, but it's so really it's available. For an RTR, that's a good deal because they actually changed the ESC on it to a dynamite one, and then they changed the motor and like that stock brushed motor that comes in the SMT10 is actually really fast for being brushed. So I think it's like a 12 turn or something. It's a 12 yeah, turn then, 550. Yeah. And then the the raw builders kit is 199. That's a smoking deal. That's almost worth it just for parts. God, they had them for what was it, Trav? 110 or something on Amazon? Like or Horizon sale, like there was a sale where they were so cheap that it was just you wondered why and how. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. It was something ridiculous, like 110 bucks or something like that. They had them on sale earlier in the year. It's funny what they still have. Like they have a J Concepts Axio SMT Bog Hog, <laughs> which is cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Bog Hog's what the orange one. Yep. The JCOM body actually looks better than the Horizon one. Call it a bog hog. Bog hog. But like it, but exact but it's exactly like what Jay's saying. Like if you look at that bog hog on the SMT, it looks so much better than the Losi Kingsling. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have any of that hexagon stuff in the bed or anything that the other one has. That the J Concepts one has. I don't know. They're just, they've got that scale cab that's like attached to the body, but that's it. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I'd rather make one. I mean, really, those AR60s with the axle tubes in them, you know, the aluminum tube. No, I did stainless tubes in this one. Between that and then just running the beefed up SMT10C hubs, like I've, I don't think I'm going to have any durability issues, honestly. I mean, I haven't even snapped a stub axle off, but I don't know. That's probably what I would do is if I was going to build a mud truck to another SMT-10. Nice. One thing I absolutely do recommend, though, if you end up doing this with yours, you know, like actually using it and stuff, is put underdrive gears in both ends. Because all that weight of those tires, it clicks and strips out teeth so bad otherwise. But the underdrive okay. ones are quite a bit tougher. I think I did the Vanquish incision gears in both ends of it, and it's held up really well. Okay. Show you. Oh, Traxist. They have their lifted square body Chevy that they came out with. That's another yep. new thing. Yep. There's all kinds of new stuff. We just forgot about it earlier. <laughs> you think that one of those bodies are in your future? Maybe. I don't know. Like, I mean, I like it. I just, my only thing is it's like, I don't know. It's like, I, it's like, I would like to see it as a hard body so you can like cut it up and do something with it. It's, you know, they make really scale Lexan, but, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Like the wipers look good and 
can't tell if it's got door handles. Yeah, it looks like it has door handles. Grill's pretty detailed. Yeah, they did a pretty nice job. It's weird that they just decided, you know what, we're not going to release a crawler. We're just going to release a big, giant lifted truck. That is a cool body, though. What's the wheelbase on this thing? Um, 13.23, 336, wow. That's a big one. You'd have to get a little creative if you're going to build a build something with that body, it looks like. Yeah, I hate to say it, but man, Traxxas is kind of thrown down when it comes to Lexan bodies. Like they just look really good. RC four wheel drive makes an interior for the new Traxxas Broncos, the newer style. I think it's absurdly expensive, like one hundred thirty three bucks or something. Damn. Yeah, that hurts. So what else? What if we should we start getting into questions? Yeah, I mean, I really yeah, we, have one. Oh, really? Even yeah. from last time? Uh oh, right. I mean, I think we have we have all those from before when we had this cancel. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. There, yeah, there is more. We can we can jump into that. All right. Let's um, do that. Okay. Mm. I'll start off with the old one first. Um, actually, there's only the one. So here, I'll just start off with the one from Chris Trudeau tonight. So Chris Trudeau says, so there was a picture floating around of yet, you know, a yet unreleased SCX6. We talked about that. That appeared on the OfferUp page. Understanding the influence influencers, uh, in quotes, occasionally post products early in an error. But how do you feel about leaks? And given that you have received element products ahead of release, how paranoid are you being the cause of spy videos slash pics being made public? Keep up the great work. I am still juggling multiple builds. It never ends. Thanks for fueling the addiction. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think it's pretty shitty that somebody did what they did. And, you know. I'm confused about how, but also. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's. It's very just weird how all that played out. But Yeah, very strange. Um, As far as like being like, you know, obviously like, you know stuff gets leaked and an error and stuff like that. Um, this is kind of weird to say. It feels like kind of a dismissal, but it's like, it's not that hard. You know, like, like the thing is, is like to be in that position, like you have to have it all in a spot where someone could potentially like grab a leak photo or stuff like that. Like one thing that we've never done is we've never taken like, un like unreleased element stuff to like, or unreleased anything like to like um i don't know because like i mean whether you have had like event days or something in the past or whatever like that like we don't bring like unreleased stuff to those like we never did that you know like that so it has to be like in the public to some degree and we yeah. don't have that issue because i mean 
I try and go during the week just so that stuff like that doesn't happen. If I do it, like I had gone during the week with the night runner when it came out, the Ecto I had gone during the week. I mean, just because, you know, the places that we go to are pretty popular spots. Like it's more than like just not posting it. Like it's just like taking to like just have that not happen. Make sure it's out of people's eyes. I only had one close call and that was when Schultz was up here and Brett and Brenda posted a picture and the gatekeeper was sitting on the tailgate of my truck and it wasn't released yet. Oh, and right. so I like, Oh shit, delete it, delete it, delete it. Texting him, you know, like take that picture down now, <laughs> hurry, you know? So, right. But I mean, it wasn't like a huge deal. I mean, they, they saw it when Schultz was here cause Schultz and I were both driving them and getting video and pictures and stuff. But I mean, they, they never really said anything. Yeah. But I mean, it's a quick way to, you know, if you do leak stuff like that, it's a quick way to like blackball yourself in the hobby. <laughs> I mean, I remember there was that off-road Dave guy. He got a trail trail walker when it came out, and he sold it before it even hit the market. He sold the the one that they sent him to get pictures and stuff with. Wow. So yeah, people don't send him stuff anymore. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of a no-no. Yeah. So he he uh, listed it for sale and everything, and no one even knew it was a new model. Yeah, I mean it happens when like we've talked about this before, but like you know you, I mean there's there are there are ethical ways to handle it and unethical ways right. to handle it, and I mean the ones you see are often not every time, but often the ones that were handled unethically. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's always the risk of dealing with people, unfortunately. That'll always be the case. Yeah, there's a lot of trust there that you don't want to betray. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> often it is. Yeah, yeah. Th- there used to be, um, I remember way b- a long time ago, Revis talking about this. There used to be a guy on the Axial like release team that was notorious for, and they finally booted him off. He'd get the car, he'd post it all, get all like it's footage or whatever, and then sell the car. God, God that's man. so shitty. Like, I mean, it's like, come on, dude. Yeah, that sucks. I just to avoid any kind of conflict, like I would never sell anything that they've sent us. Well, that's the other thing too. Like for instance, my, um, you know, my deadbolt that they sent me, um, when the 10.2 version originally came out, however many years ago that was, um, I still have that. That ain't going anywhere. Even though like you could, you know, still, well, now you can get a, another re-release one, but I mean, why would you? It's yeah. like, it's like, I feel guilty. So it's like, yeah, it's exactly. not going anywhere. I was actually what I need to do at some point, I was going to put up kind of like a customer. I don't know. Sort of like a, a warning, like, you know, cause somebody tried to sell one of our rigs, you know, the green, um, the green night runner that I built with like the tent and the canopy and stuff. Some guy tried to sell that on Facebook marketplace. Some scammer was using my pictures. And so, um, 
I, at some point I need to do like a post just saying, you know, Hey, we don't really sell our vehicles. And if we did, it would be through our store. So if you, you know, see something for sale, by all means, definitely don't buy it because it's not something that we're legitimately getting rid of. And we have no, you know, no plans on selling anything anytime soon. So just to avoid that situation. Cause I guess it happens quite a bit where they're stealing people's pictures and trying to sell them. Like whoever did that offer up thing, I can almost promise that it was just a scam with the SEX six on offer up. Right. Probably a scammer of some sort. Did we answer his questions? Yeah. Um, Satisfactorily. Yeah, I think we did. Um, let's see. So the next one is from where did all these go? Okay, there they are. Okay. Pull up some of the older ones from the canceled. Okay, so um with all the stuff you guys uh, also from Chris Rowe, with all the stuff you guys keep cranking out, how do you guys find time to sleep? We don't. We don't. I buy, I buy cocaine wholesale and just have giant, <laughs> giant bags of it in the garage. <laughs> cocaine and monster. Yeah, mixed together and then drank. Uh, I don't know. I just, I'm not married. I don't have a girlfriend. I live in the middle of nowhere. So it's like, even if I wanted to go do something at night like go to a bar or something that's like you know a couple hour round trip so it's just not worth it i don't know i have no life i mean that's basically how i pull all those builds off (laughs) (laughs) um let's see Scale Metal Supply said that he wanted an Apex 2 so bad. He said he saw so much rally potential. Oh, yeah. That rally build's come along pretty good, too. Got the diff put in it last night. Electronics are halfway in it. Ended up going 100, 100, 200 on the diffs. I know that that seems weird to have 200 in the rear, but thought maybe it would get a little bit slidey with 200 in the rear diff. Mm, okay, so. I see what you mean. Yeah, so it's like 100 front, 100 center, and then 200 in the rear. Interesting. Because Ty brought up a good point that the volume of the diff cup, too, has a oh, lot that's to a do good with point. what weight, which I didn't think of. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's going to be one of those, like, drive it and learn, see how it goes. This kind of new territory. Got it. Because really, if you're building a rally car, it's like you're going to want it to like do decent on pavement, but then be able to take it in the dirt and stuff too. And that's like two radically different setups to try and accomplish both of those things well. It's just, you know, one way is not very conducive to the other type of surface, you know. So it's going to be interesting to see how all that comes together. For sure. Um, also on the note of the apex, um, Peter H. Nielsen, he says, 
What tires are you guys running for the Hunicorn and what events could cars like this be used for? I have a long travel Traxxas Fortex set up as a rally car, but it's pretty similar. I like the drift fits you guys guys did with the truck. Thanks. I am using um, Yokomo. They're called DRAs, I believe. It's their asphalt compound tire. Um, barely anywhere. You know, I, I drive it mostly on seal-coated asphalt, and so it's fairly smooth and nice, and those tires, I mean, they're going to last probably, at this rate, probably a couple summers out of one set, so that part's kind of cool. But I don't know. As far as being able to drive it anywhere, it depends on the track because some tracks are cool with having four-wheel drive drift cars like the Tamiya's and Yokomo's and some of the others and others aren't and they don't consider them to be drift cars so they're not allowed so I don't know um I really couldn't tell you I just do my own thing away from other people and have way more fun doing it that way fair cool that is is that it that's it. Nice. Not that many left over. No, it's not bad. Um, yeah. Uh, well, what else did we have before we wanted to wrap up? So wait, you said that was the the overflow. What about the today's there's only you... there was only one today that was the uh ask about the uh that was uh christian asking about the scx6 oh, okay i thought so because i was gonna say um i also thought sack uh spencer said something but i kind of already addressed that he, yeah yeah he said no questions i ain't currently uh laying paint on adam's chevy body so that's yep. gonna be cool to see Exciting. and he did just he did just say he's got 10 and a half hours into it Brutal. Good God. Wow. It's a lot of time. Yep. That's why I don't paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. It's a lot of time. Yeah, I, I don't really have 10 hours to spare on something like that. Well, the thing that's crazy, like I, we were, you know, bouncing back and forth, except for now. I mean, that's the other thing, too. Mind you, we're on Pacific St- Standard Time. He's on East Coast. So it's like. Right almost one in the morning. Yeah. It's almost one in the morning there. And it's like, I'm like, dude, what are you doing up so late working on this? Like, you don't have to sit there till he's like, dude, it's like you get in the zone and I got to keep going. So, yeah, I get it. hundred percent get it. (laughs) But yeah, no, I'm, you know, I'm stoked. So I told him basically, I'm going to do like a, I don't know if I'll do it live, but I'll definitely do like a video unboxing of it. So that way I can, that way he can see the actual, you know, reaction raw and uncut. Yeah, that'll be cool. So rad. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. Just doing something different. I mean, like, I don't know. I've never, like, I've never been that one to like, have some crazy paint job on any of my rigs like it's i've just never i don't know never i've never wanted to attempt to do it and i've I've never really wanted to like you know arm it out to somebody to do but now i'm like you know what i think it'd be cool let's just 
Yeah. I think it's cool. Well, yeah. Sorry, I'm just rolling through stuff to make sure I'm missing anything. Yeah, I think if there's anything else we need to do, go over. That's probably about it. Well, all right. Did um, they just release a black gladiator? Axial. I saw a Facebook post with one. And it looks like it's black. Oh, from a couple oh. days ago? Um, Can't remember something. See. Yeah, three days ago they posted it. Oh. Looking really quick here. I, I knew it came in red. Huh. Interesting. Maybe that's a second color that they offer now. I don't know. I'm not seeing it anywhere, but there's definitely like a black one in the pictures. <laughs> Anyways, not important. Well, yeah, we can wrap up then. If you guys are good. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't see anything else. Yeah, yeah, I don't see anything either. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I mean, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see you guys next time. Go support us at sorracing.com. Support us? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you butchered the intro. I'll butcher the, the outro. All right. That works. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. See you guys. <laughs> See you.